0: Hello and welcome to a quick hitter edition of the I'm always right sports podcast zoom edition with of course I am your host the mouth of Michigan Rob Mendeika with me of course my co-host from his own personal studio today Mr. Mike Merkel Mike how we feeling I'm you know feeling he's breathing we're alive it is a it's not just a quick hitter edition it's not just a zoom call edition ladies and gentlemen boys and girls This, my friends, is a national championship edition, Mr. Mike Merkel. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, your Michigan Wolverines going to the national championship, the finals of the college football playoff to play the Washington Huskies, the one versus the two. We're going to break it all down. But before we do, we've got to talk these two college football playoff games. First things first, Mike, before we go down, we're going to start with Michigan, Alabama, just going in order here. But First question I want to ask you, Mike, just right off the bat is after the quality of games, it's a two parter after the quality of games. Number one, how good in terms of recent memory, I'm not going to ask you to rank them, but like how good were these two playoff games compared to years past? And two, based on said quality, are, are we still for those out there that are still kind of bitter about maybe Georgia not making it or Florida State not getting it? Did they make the right decision on the final four?
1: Uh quality of games I think is pretty good. I think uh, um I think you got a little bit of everything in both games. Oh my god. Um I yeah. think I think the I think the problem with last year's, and I think people would point to last year's as like the pinnacle, the Michigan, TCU, Georgia, Ohio State ones, yeah, right. is they both were the same type of game. They both were just high scoring, no yep. defensive shootouts. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this one, if you like defensive struggles and, mm-hmm. you know, all,
0: like not really much offense, offense, offense big plays, easy. like moments that you can like pin. Yeah. You got,
1: off. yeah, you got a few, like two or three moments, but mostly a defensive game. That's Michigan, Alabama. And then if you like your high scoring mm-hmm. in the thirties, forties, that's your Washington, Texas. So I think because you had a little duality of both, I think, um, I think this year's is actually pretty good considering that. Oh yeah. Um, in terms in terms of did they get it right? I do think they got it right. Um, you know, I think you could argue if Florida State was the four with their defense, mm-hmm. they probably could do about what they did. Um, but I don't think offensively they score.
0: Yeah, twenty. Much
1: of anything right. because with Jalen uh, Milrose defense. Yeah, exactly. Like with their running ability and everything. Yeah. Like. With yeah. or what Alabama was running ability and everything, like they were able to kind of lean on that, shorten or shorten possessions and kind of do that thing. I don't think Florida State. I think Florida State probably scores seven.
0: Yeah, maybe at, ten at the you most.
1: Ten, maybe yeah. at best. And then you know, I think Michigan can at you know, least if, must they, be if they if they if <laughs> they still only score twenty seven, you're looking at twenty seven to ten game. You know what I mean? So right. I I think it's more competitive than what. They probably wouldn't give any
0: of that. Right. All right. Well, let's let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this Michigan Alabama game. Right. Mike kind of gave us the headline. Right. 2720 in OT. The Michigan Wolverines finally get over the first hump winning their first college football playoff game. Harbaugh's second bowl win, which is disgusting in a lot of other ways. You win the Rose Bowl for the first time in forever. Um, lots of things checked off the list, right? Michigan's going to its first national championship game, playing for its first national championship since, you know, the nineties, since I was three, four <laughs> years old. Um, and even that was a shared one. So Michigan's got a lot, has uh, got a big chance here to kind of exercise a lot of demons. And we're going to preview the matchup here in a second, but going back to this game, Mike, man, oh man, literally. And I can't even, this is not even an exaggeration from the opening snap. It felt like, well, we've seen this before um you know the almost interception the muff punt um going down in a you know in a whole early seven nothing right it, up at, after that first score you know you texted me and you go wow couldn't have been a better start and <laughs> i was like yeah i don't i don't understand what's happening right now um but I can I pretty you can pretty much say I, I think and I don't think this is big much of a stretch, once Alabama scored and went up seven-nothing, Michigan went, okay, we're comfortable and now we're gonna dominate. Because if you look at statistically, everything after that is all Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah,
1: yeah. I kind of it was interesting because I think the SEC fear was there oh, absolutely. initially.
0: Who, yes, like who they who came Alabama and Nick Saban's on the other sideline.
1: Exactly. And I think because that's that. I think they didn't want to come out running because I think the fear of we don't want to get stuffed three times Yeah. because then it's like, what what's our identity? We're running and we get stuffed. It's yeah. going to kind of lower it. So they so came out gonna passing.
0: Do? We're going to go out three and out anyway, but just we,
1: we, passes. We're no just passes. But I think <laughs> once they scored and then once you answered, I yes. think it's outside because the Georgia game, they scored. You didn't have an answer and then you were oh. just like, all right, they're just Shit. stronger and faster and better than us. I think once you answered, you were like, you know oh, what? Hey. We can go. Yeah. We can go. And right. then I gave you, I think, the confidence to kind of take over that first half, but at least yeah. the rest of the first half to the second Absolutely. half.
0: Absolutely. You know, let's talk about the special teams, because it really felt like Jay Harbaugh, John, uh, Jim Harbaugh's son, was out to get his dad on this game and basically basically tried to, um, I don't know, lose the game. Um, mm-hmm. I have never seen that many special teams gaffes in one football game. I don't, and I'm trying not to be bombastic in my comments. I'm trying not to like oversell it. I've never seen a special teams unit play that badly. We've seen Packers kickers miss like four field goals against the lions before I would take mm-hmm. that over turning the ball over almost losing you the game route, right. In the fourth quarter there. Right. In yeah. addition to the miss extra point, in addition to the miss field goal, everything that could have gone wrong for Michigan's um, special teams period at least from a kicking and punt perspective, because their coverage was great on kickoffs. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I've never seen a worse performance special teams. wide. Yeah. I, I would like this.
1: Yeah. I was, I was going to say nerding out. I think the only one I can think of is that Packers 449 ers yeah. divisional game oh, where yeah, I think the Packers lost 13 to 10 and yeah. all 13 points came off of like bad oh, special yeah. teams. Like <laughs> It was like a block punt for a touchdown. And yeah. then, one bad punt that led to a feel like right. it was all yeah. because of special teams is why right. they is why the Niners scored all their points. That's right. the only other game I can think of off the top of my head. That was like, mm-hmm. God, the special teams is rough. Yeah. And you can right. notice it.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, looking at this game, you know, it, it's, it's, I mentioned earlier, right. Exercising a lot of demons, but what did this, you know, going into going into the fourth, right. I want to, I want to talk about that for a second, right. Because, you know, put yourself in this situation, right? Michigan's down a score, right? It's 20 to 13. Um, Michigan gets the ball back with about what three and a half, four minutes to go, right? Yeah, retain, if that like you that. know what I mean. You've got two timeouts, you've already called one earlier, right? Um, so this is kind of feels like the game a little bit right like you're kind of like okay you, you get a big stop there you get Bama you know Bama doesn't score anymore and like it and I'm gonna give credit to Jesse Miller this defense was on fire all game I mean they were on the field a shit ton um, but when Michigan needed to make a play offensively it just felt like every time they needed one they got one even on the fourth down Um, which I want to get your thoughts on there with the three and a half minutes. They go on fourth. I think it's fourth and short. Somehow Alabama decides to just not cover Blake Corham coming out of the backfield, which, you know, appreciate that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the Roman Wilson catch, which was an all-time catch in Michigan history, just based on the importance, the impact on in that moment, right. Especially coming off the block Mm -hmm. in the back, Um, the bad flea flicker, Every, all the emotions that go along with it. Right. And then on that drive going down scoring, was that an all time Michigan drive for you? Right. Knowing that, okay, they didn't win the game on that drive. Right. But they, it was basically when Harbaugh went for it on fourth down at their own, you know, 30 yard line or whatever the hell it was, right. 32 or whatever. Was that the moment where, you know, obviously he says, "Okay, we're pushing our chips to the middle of the table. This is the drive. Either we're going to tie it here or we're losing the game. And this is it. The fact that they Mm -hmm. went down the field and executed and did score and did tie it up. Was that was that moment for you? Like, holy shit, this is a real chance that they can do this because it kind of felt like everything they could do to give it away. And they were doing, especially in special teams and on the offense it really felt like the defense didn't get the memo and they were like, no, no, we're going to win this game guys. Remember that's how it's supposed to go. Um, Talk to me about that final drive, because it really felt like to me, and I want to get to each coordinator in a minute, but it felt like that drive was a drive that I have seen Michigan have the opportunity to make. And they just haven't done it. TCU of being that perfect example, they had the ball at the end of the game to go win it. Right. Couldn't, couldn't, you know, couldn't do it this time. You go down the field, you make a couple big plays, and you manage to get that tie to get to OT. What were your thoughts on that final drive?
1: Yeah, it was huge. I mean, I I felt pretty confident the whole way. I just felt like the momentum was like it just felt like Michigan's time, and yeah. I felt like nothing could go wrong on mm-hmm. that last drive. Like you run into more. that fourth and two. Well, you no, know, yeah, anything <laughs> more. I mean, you like you you get to like the fourth and two, yeah. and then it's like, oh, you need this play. Oh, Blake Corps wide, wide open.
0: open, wide open. Right.
1: Like you, you need this big throw, looks to the left sideline. And then, oh, Roman Wilson jumps up like a, like a linebacker in 2K where you're like, how do you jump that high to get that ball? Right. And yeah. then jumps and gets it like everything that like you needed to happen mm-hmm. on that last drive yep. was just happening. And yeah. then it just kind of felt like that momentum was just like, there's no way you're not scoring.
0: Let me ask you You what mean. I mean.
1: Like you got, you got to a point where it was yeah. like, okay, you're going to score. Now it's like, are you going to go for two and go to overtime? That's I'm, I'm the so glad you brought that asking. up because that's
0: exactly where I was going. Knowing, you know, and a lot of people are talking about this, especially because of the Lions stuff, right? I, I don't necessarily want to take that slant on it. But what I do want to ask you is point blank. You're Jim Harbaugh. Um, you go for two in that situation.
1: No, I was, I I was fair game going to the extra point. Yeah, go I, to I, overtime. Yeah. Even with all the
0: special teams, right?
1: Yeah, college overtime lends you to want to go to overtime. Because right. I think it's the most fair overtime. Right. Agreed. No. I, like, you yeah. You both You both get the ball at the 25. Right. Score. Play ball. Like, I that think it's. Out. Like, yeah. you, you, there's no, like, oh, he punt return this or yeah. he fumbled this or whatever. It's, you get, you know, your normal possession just at the 25. You can get your field goal. You can do whatever. I think it's the most fair. So, if I was a college coach, I'd always try to go to overtime. Yeah. Unless well, you're, like, a significant underdog. Like, in which like, if you're, like, you know, Chattanooga playing Alabama. You yeah. go for two, but like when you're two really good teams, just take it over time, right? I, I think it was a good move
0: for sure. Yeah, I didn't really have a problem with going for the extra point. Um, I was confident the defense could get a stop. Um, yeah, I was, and to the point where when they got the ball back with like 50 seconds, I went, "Oh shit, we may have a chance to actually." Because Michigan had two timeouts, and I was like, "Oh, all right, maybe Michigan might actually have an opportunity here. A couple big throws, all of a sudden you're in business where maybe you hit a walk off, right?" obviously you know jay harbaugh went hard pass we're gonna make this as dramatic as possible um but overall right like i I cannot say and i'm all over the place because i just there's a lot of good coming out of this but i think there's also a lot of like whoo um coming out of it as well but i cannot sing jesse minner's praise enough like this was such a phenomenal game plan we talked Mm -hmm. about it we've previewed this game at nauseam right even though Milrow had a couple points, right. Got free for the most part, they did such a great job of bottling up the big play, right? There was no big play to be had for this Alabama Mm -hmm. offense. They just couldn't do it. The whole first half Milrow went, if I can't run, I'm throwing it to my first read deep. And it just Mm -hmm. was not there. They could not operate in there. They had 96 total yards of offense in the first half, you know, Mm -hmm. that alone tells you that, you know, and, you know, I just – I was so impressed with the way they came out. They didn't allow the first, you know, the almost interception f- com- combined with the, um, you know, the three and out by the offense. They come right back out. They get a three and out. The special teams decides, hey, we're going to take a shit on the field. Um, You know, they give up the touchdown. And then after that, they're like, no, 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 this isn't happening, right? I, I You know, it's weird to say – in a overtime 27-20 game, it felt like there were moments in that game where Michigan played almost the perfect complementary football, right? Where, okay, I mean, special teams fails, so then the defense gives up a touchdown. Okay, because we the other two phases did not get their job done, offense, go right down the field and score, right? Let's answer and then it's this back and forth. Okay, offense is going to take a lead. Okay, special teams fails. Okay, defense has to step back up. It just felt like every phase of the, in the team, right? At some point had an opportunity to do something, right? And to and to make a play. Mm-hmm. Um I want to do I do want to talk about the offense a little bit though. Um I've seen a lot of local radio uh and a lot of, you know, a lot of national Talking heads, give a lot of credit to both Michigan's coordinators. Um, you know, the the statement of, you know, Michigan outcoached Alabama, which, you know, fine, sure. I mean, you won the game, so clearly. Um, but I I don't see Sharon Moore as holy shit, what a masterful play-calling day for them. Um up until the fourth quarter, I think they had one first down until mm. that last drive. Now, Does it help that Samaj Morgan lets a a slant pass for a first down and probably more go right through his hands? No. Does it help that J.J. McCarthy misses a wide-ass open crosser? No. Does it help that J.J. missed a throw to another slant pass in the third? No. And those are things that Shamar Moore probably, or Sharon Moore, sorry, cannot control, right? At some point, Mm -hmm. players have to play. I'm interested on your take though on the on Sharon Moore's day because no one's gonna look at this and go holy shit you know what the hell is Michigan's offense doing because they won the game and they finished so strong you know what I mean touchdown mm-hmm. drive get the ball in overtime go score win the game but that whole second half there was a lot of you're not taking advantage of this defense giving you the ball back you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there was long lulls in the third quarter where you go man, we can't do anything. You just have to score once. And it feels like, man, you take a two score lead. Holy shit. This game's over. And you just couldn't yeah. do it. Talk to me on your thoughts on how Michigan's offense played as a whole. And Sharon Moore and kind of the play calling, because I felt there was a couple trick plays in there. You know, the flea flicker, notwithstanding, which I appreciated, but it just felt like they tried to make, they made it too difficult at times and they, sure. uh, and they, and, Going, you know previewing the mission or the Washington matchup you can't go for a lull for a whole quarter against Washington
1: yeah sure I would I would agree with that I would also say though that Alabama's defense is like legit legit like top two oh, yeah for sure so yeah. like them and Penn State are probably the two best defenses you played all year yeah. and Penn State's is like nowhere near really the level of where Alabama's is at mm-hmm. so I think expecting like, really expecting anyone to just go put up numbers against Alabama's defense, no. I think, is asking yeah. a lot. And so I do think with the combination of, like, the flea flaker, not, like, yeah. it, right. was there, it, yeah. just, it was there, it just, you know, was, players the didn't play. Yep, the, didn't slant, play. play. Yep. the slant, the slant play goes right through his hands. If he catches that, it's a first down, they move the chains. I yep. think there's a—I I think— I would I would say I'm in the middle of where you set this up. Yeah. Where I don't think he had the best day ever. He he wasn't like lights out, mm-hmm. Jesse Minter style offensive coordinator. But right. I also don't think he had a bad day either okay. because of the defense you went up against. Okay. I think it's I think I would put it right in the middle because I do think when push came to shove, even though there were a lot of three and outs and a lot of times out, they go down seven. Okay, we're we're matching it. We're scoring. Right. last drive of the game, they go okay we need this, we make the place, and then they made the place to get it. So I think when push came to shove, I think he did like a Mm -hmm. 6 out of ten, seven out of 10 job, which I think was good enough to win against Alabama defense. Against another team, against maybe Washington defense, that might be 10 out of 10 because their defense isn't as good. Right, and so maybe. all those plays, maybe the, the flea flicker works if their guys aren't as fast as Alabama's guys, you know, so. Right.
0: right. Maybe. Uh, right. I, 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 I want to get your opinion on it. Right. Because, you know, in my household, I'm sitting there and watching with, you know, my uncle, my dad, uh, a buddy of ours. Right. And we're like, man, this just we're just missing on these opportunities. Right. And I think I just mm-hmm. don't want it to get overshadowed with the fact that they won the game and I go, OK, that's yeah. great but now is a situation of because you didn't play your cleanest game. I don't want to go into a situation where the defense has to stand on its head and play 50 snaps in the second half. Right. Mm -hmm. That was, that's my concern, especially going against this Washington offense. Um, Last thing on the Michigan Alabama thing. And then I kind of want to switch gears to the other game. How big of a win was this for Jim Harbaugh and this Michigan team, you know, Um, not just getting your first college football playoff win, not just getting to the national championship, but just the overall like big game. Like you're going in, you're playing an SEC opponent in a bowl game. He's one in six as in a bowl game scenario right now. We've seen the bad losses to Florida State. We've seen the bad loss to TCU. We've seen the ass whippings by, you know, Georgia. This felt almost therapeutic in the sense of, Okay. All right. We can breathe again. Mm-hmm. Right. Just get one more. And then we don't have to like, we we're there, right. We're on the cusp of doing something incredible. Right. What yeah. was your thoughts on kind of just getting the win, getting this done um, where a lot of people did not expect you to win. Right. I know you were like one and a half point favorites going in, but that's just because you're the one seed um, thoughts on just how, the importance of this win for the Michigan program.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's huge. And honestly, I don't know if they get this win if they don't have two losses in the semifinals, the last two years. Right. I think just learning how, because I think the mentality changes exponentially, obviously it's a playoff game, but the idea of like, if you lose, you're out. Oh yeah. I think that, and that's a real thing. And especially in pro sports, Mm -hmm. that's why a lot of teams, you can talk about like the Milwaukee Bucks, the Denver Nuggets of them. That's why it takes teams three, four, five years to finally break through that glass ceiling. Absolutely. is because it's like, it takes so long to figure out how to win, which is why I think this year's NFL playoffs are interesting. So I think there's a lot of first time entries, second time entries Absolutely. where I'm like, listen, don't count this team out because this team's played in the they playoffs definitely. 10 times and this team's right. only once. Right. So I think all of that kind of culminates into, I think Michigan, I know Alabama has all the experience, but yeah. Michigan having those experiences the last two years of getting blown out one, and then the second time being in an absolute dog shootout, I think those experiences where it will be like, listen, we're down seven, but let's just calm down. We've been here yeah. before. Last yeah. year we were down 21 to three. Everyone said all this game's over and you fought all the way back to make it like a six-point game at one point. Yep. You know how to come back chill out, and let's just go play. And I think those past experiences really helped in this one. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, because, you know, they're an older team, right? This is a younger Alabama team, right, for sure. And they'll be back, absolutely, right? I Mm -hmm. I fully expect them to be right in the mix next year. Um, But this is a veteran Michigan team, right? You've got Blake Corum, you've got JJ, you've got Donovan Edwards, you've got Loveland, you've got Sanders still, you've got John. All these guys I'm mentioning are all key contributors. that were all starters last year. Right. Mm-hmm. All of these guys went through that loss against TCU where mm-hmm. everyone was telling you you're going to beat TCU. Don't worry about that. It's Georgia that you got to worry about coming after that. Right. And so they shocked the world. Right. And they, they caught you with your pants down. You look right past them and you got your ass kicked. That's what happened. You know, I think playing a team like Alabama, I think, really helps you in terms of like, OK, you have to step up. You have to play your best game, because if you don't, they're going to beat you. They're Mm -hmm. they're battle tested. You you've gotten, you know, you've got a couple games where they were close, right? The Alabama game, obviously, or I mean the the Ohio State game and the Penn State game, but nothing to Alabama's level. Right.
1: And I will say a small percentage. I know we talked about at the top of the show where if Florida State got in, I think they probably would have beaten them by ten to seventeen points. Yeah. There's a small percentage out there where I think they're playing Florida State. They're going, all right, this team you doesn't know, have a quarterback. They right. probably shouldn't even be in here. yeah. And they probably would have came out down. even more flat yeah. than what Michigan – but because Michigan goes, oh, this is Alabama, yeah. they have to play their A game. Yeah. I think that also – not incentivized but just helped on the Absolutely. mindset. Well,
0: people looking at you go, yeah, but you're the number one seed. That's great, but – you're we're taking we're taking Bama. Nick Saban's on the yeah. other. There's 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 eight national championships staring you at the face.
1: Yeah, all the money was on Alabama.
0: Like seventy exactly. percent of it. So exactly. So everybody in the world was like, Michigan has to prove it. you have mm-hmm. to, we have to see it with our own eyes in order to believe that this team can get it done. And so far, they've answered the bell. Right. Um, all right, let's shift focus a little bit. Let's let's talk about the other game, the night game. You know, I don't oh, know. Even, man. It was crazy. It wasn't was at night. Was oh, crazy. my goodness. Um. Also, real quick before we get to this one. Was there an exorbitantly large amount more of commercials than any other football game you've ever watched in this Michigan so, game? Holy shit. You know, what was
1: so funny was yeah. the first um, like the first quarter. Yeah. Me and Kyle, me and Kyle. Well, man, we, we were watching yeah. it together. Shout out him. We were watching it, and we were like, oh, there's not a lot of commercials here. Yeah, the first like the first flew by. The first three drives, I don't think yeah. there was a single commercial to like, an injury timeout or something. And I was like, man, we're cruising. And then it was every stoppage you can think of.
0: Oh, my gosh. They stopped the game
1: for, like, 20 minutes, I feel
0: like. It was touchdown, commercial, field goal, commercial, kickoff commercial commercial Offensive drive. series all oh, tv timeout in the middle of a series why well they you know we gotta maybe have your playoffs go i
1: i think and i think a lot of it too was like they went to they went to commercial after every drive and yeah. there were a lot of three and outs yes. so it was a lot of like yes. three and out commercial punt yeah. commercial three yep. and out commercial it was just like there's never like a 12-play drive where you are just watching football for a long right. time. Right,
0: yeah, or like, hey, it was like, even when Michigan muffs the punt, right? It's like Alabama scores in like four or five plays or whatever the hell it mm-hmm. was, right? I was like, we, we didn't really need a commercial right after the punt, and then, oh, here, and then they score. And then it's, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is insane how many commercials. The whole halftime show, I'm like... I don't need to – no offense to the marching band. I'm sure you guys work hard. Ain't care. Let's go. Like it was just yeah. –
1: uh, The head time show is whatever because yeah. you have to have the 15 minutes anyway. So yeah. if you're going to put something on just for people to watch – Like you can go up and get food or whatever. Because
0: they didn't show any highlights. They just were like, so Michigan's dominating, but they're only up by six. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Well, we'll see at the end of the game. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. I just wanted to get your thoughts because the entire time I'm watching this game, I go, holy shit. That's another to the point where I think they played back to back commercials of the same thing. It was the same Mm -hmm. commercial for 60 seconds. Yeah, there were a lot of commercials. Insect. The first quarter
1: was not a lot of commercials. Yeah, the first rest quarter of the flew
0: by. Literally, I you know I was talking to my mom about this actually because she was with us. She, we had like the whole family over mm-hmm. and. I was like, I looked at my mom, and I go, the first quarter flies by in every, like even NFL games, you feel like, man, the first quarter's over already. We've had two drives, right? Like you're mm-hmm. just like, damn. And then the second quarter drags. Cause you have halftime third quarter feels like the longest quarter ever, because you're just coming out of half. And then like the whole second half drags in American football. I don't know why it does, yeah. but it does. It feels drags. like a different game. Exactly. It really is. So um all right let's shift focus so let's talk washington texas man talk about up and down on this one goodness gracious um you know washington getting the win 37 31 doing everything possible to give the game away to texas and texas just kind of continuously just went i'm good i'm all right we're i'm kind of tired i want to go home now um but washington gets the win michael panics Balls out, throws for 430 yards, right? I think three touchdowns. Is that correct? I think it's three touchdowns. Two touchdowns. touchdowns. Um, You know, Quinn Ewers, not the best day statistically for Quinn. Um, You know, I think the big thing for Texas, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you've watched more Texas than I have. But the biggest takeaway I took, at least offensively from Texas, is Steve Sarkeesian's style of play calling, right? Being aggressive early, right? Trying to take shots, trying to chunk play it or out, right? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 yards. It felt like in the first several drives there where it was like, man, they're, they're, they're getting back and forth, but man, I'm seeing a lot of third and tens. I'm seeing Mm -hmm. a lot of third and longs and that kind of played, I feel like into Washington's hands where Washington's got a little bit of a pass rush, And when they were able to get home, you're like, man. And then Texas could not respond fast enough at times to Washington's offense. Was that kind of your feeling as well?
1: Yeah, I feel like Texas took the approach of like limit, like the Mahomes defense approach of limited possessions and make everything feel like each drive take like 15 plays. I feel like was like the idea just so Penix doesn't have like 75 drives on you. And the problem that that leans into is. You do halfback dive, halfback dive, and then it's third and ten, and then you convert it, but then it's halfback dive, halfback dive, third and ten. And it just kept happening over and over again. So yeah,
0: it was a slow start. And was, I know it was going back and forth for a second there, but I just I, I never felt like Texas had a firm grasp on the game, right? Like it felt mm-hmm. like Washington, even though at one point it was tied, I get that, but it felt like even in the first half, Texas was able to answer. But I always felt like Washington's like, that's fine. We're we're, we're used to this fire, right? We've played Oregon twice Mm -hmm. in in close game. Washington's been living on the edge of the blade for a while now, right? Like they've been in close game after close game after close game after close, much to their own, you know, chagrin, right? It's not like they designed it that way, but they live Mm -hmm. in that atmosphere. Texas is last time we've seen Texas. They're blowing out Oklahoma State by 30. So it's a totally different mindset. Second half, I think the story for Texas is turnovers and the fact that you turn the ball over starting at the second half and then again late in the fourth quarter, those two things killed you because it instead of being down one score where you always had the opportunity to match it, now you're down two scores, and now you're down 10, now you're down nine, now you're down whatever, and that was, a, I think, at that point where goes, we're not getting the stops that we need, barring a mistake by Washington, and we don't have – the offensive firepower, or or more importantly, the time left to get Mm -hmm. this done. And I say all of that to say Texas still had the ball with a chance in their hands to win the game. That's how crazy this game was. Um, Talk to me Mm -hmm. about what you saw out of Washington, because I saw a team actively going out of its way to lose it. I saw a team that Mm -hmm. was, Very dynamic offensively with some questionable play calling at the end, which I didn't truly understand. Um, Followed up with some maybe not understanding how the time works in the end of the game with some of their injuries and stuff like that. Um, But I also saw a team that's very explosive and probably has a very, very good receiving core and something that Michigan is definitely going to have to scheme up for. Give me your thoughts on Washington.
1: Yeah, Washington's offense is so awesome. Yeah. God, Penner is so good. Um it really just was like the Michael Panic show, at least for the first like three quarters, it felt like it was just yeah, he was okay. Just... Where can Michael Panicks throw here? Oh, he evades this guy and throws another 75 yep. I mean, I was driving home like after the Michigan game. I yeah, get yeah. home at seven-zero. I look, I was like, oh, seventy-seven yard pass. Same
0: thing. I went, Oh yes, I, I was like, Are off you off serious? Yeah. Yep.
1: I was like, it was so fast. And then Texas answered like in like four plays, and then they scored. I was like seven-seven. What is happening? So it was Washington is crazy offensively. I still think their defense stings, mm-hmm. but like I, I, I can't like objectively prove it, but I think it stinks. Because yeah. against Oregon, they let Oregon back in the game. They let Texas back in the game. They Texas just, had their a situationally for- at the end of the game is so bad.
0: Yes, yes, agreed. No, he, here's the interesting thing as you know, um, about this game, right? Is it just felt like, washington almost i think i I don't and this is not like any proven science it just was a feeling i got watching the end of the game where was washington's like yeah but like we're always in this situation right like this is how it always happens right we blow the lead they have a chance to win and we somehow just get a stop or we just somehow get a drive going right and Mm. that's how it felt to me where it was like i never really saw even as texas got down to the 12 yard line i go man texas needs it needs a dot here and I don't know if Ewers has it in him necessarily. Mm-hmm. I thought their worst three play calls ever were first, second, and third down of that after the 12th, after the amazing catch by the running back coming out of the back of there, finger it, and then you go swing pass. Which thank God he didn't catch it because that's the game. Um, bad throw, incompletion. That was almost a sack to ki- to kill you. Followed up by a bad throw. Right. Mm-hmm. That was like the worst possible sequence you could have as a quarterback <laughs> or yeah. an offense. Um, but. It just felt like Washington's like, no, no, this this is kind of what happens. This is what we do, right? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we put up 37. That's enough, right? We're good. Like, it just – it never felt like Washington was going to lose the game despite the fact that they very well probably should have based on how they ended the game, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense.
1: Yeah, no, they they were playing like they were up like 25. Right, right. While up six. It was very unique where it was like – it was like, yeah, they can like drive the length of the field that's fine yeah. and then they had to do those last four plays and they're like i guess now we'll lock them up yeah. and then they locked them up it's like they choose when they want to be good and when they just want to let people up like the first drive for texas they were like so tackling no yeah. all right we'll just yeah. we'll save that for later because right. they just weren't tackling anyone and then all of a sudden they become they didn't miss a single tackle but like in the entire second half and i was like how do right. you just just like on a, on a clip you're just oh yeah we're gonna tackle it now Oh, oh, Michael Pennington just wants to go through for 430 yards? Sure. I was like, I don't know how it just clicks, but it's inconsistent, but almost in a good way. Right. Because they can just flip it on when they want, and it's just...
0: It was crazy. It's,
1: it's something.
0: I want to shift focus a little bit to the game now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh national championship game, Michigan, Washington. I can't believe we're finally here. The end of the college football season. It's nice to talk about a team. It's nice to talk about our team being in it. Uh, where mm-hmm. you got real stakes, and I'm not just watching it to go, okay, cool. That was fun, I guess. Um talk to me about this. I I I listened to Joel Clatt and Colin Coward talk about this game. And mm-hmm. you know, we're I think we're both pretty big Joel Clatt fans on this show. Generally, really yeah. like Joel Clatt. Um, I think he does a nice job usually of kind of setting the stage for both teams, depending um, Joel Clapp made a very, really profound point of emphasis that I like hit me like a bag of bricks on this game. And he went Michigan when they went out and Jim Harbaugh called John Harbaugh and went, I want your defense. I want, I want Baltimore's defense. I need, who do you got? Who can you give me to run my defense? Cause I want this right they did it under the thought process of how do we beat Ohio state? And at the Mm. time, Ohio state had CJ Stroud and Chris Olave and Jackson Smith and Jigba and Garrett Wilson, Michigan's defense schematically and thought, thought provoking, you know, like the, the way they play defense, right. And the way they've designed this defense is it not designed to stop a washington offense because it feels mm-hmm. like washington's offense is just a a little bit lesser known and maybe that'll come in time right but at the moment a lesser known version of osu am i, am I was he wrong am i wrong in that assessment because when he said that i went holy shit you're not wrong Like, yeah, they've got three receivers, all pretty good, right? Decent running back. Penix is awesome. CJ Stroud statistically was really good in college, except for against Michigan. It just feels like this is what Michigan's team is built to handle.
1: Yeah, I think the only difference in the analogy is I think Washington's offensive line far
0: superior to whatever Ohio State's really okay. brings out normally yeah i mean they i think I, of, like, I, nine sacks all year or something like that. yeah
1: like i think i think legitimately they're probably if not the best like yeah. top three five in yeah. college football like in general my yeah. plan never gets it now Mike the is also very you know, agile and mobile so it helps that he can evade a lot of those yeah. but um th- i think their offensive line is much better than like ohio state's years past but other than that i think just about everything else
0: lines. Yeah, up. I, I am fascinated on the war between our defensive line, Michigan's defensive line, and and Washington's O-line. Because going back to the Vama game, right, they sent a lot of pressure, right? They knew Vama mm-hmm. couldn't handle it. They knew that they could, they could win their one-on-ones, sending an extra guy or two. At one point, they did a double corner blitz off the same edge, and I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, that's – you know, you're, you're attacking yeah. them from everywhere. You want,
1: oh, <laughs> that, that's the one thing about the Alabama we, we did mention. That yeah. center, it's terrible for oh Alabama. God.
0: Good Lord. Yeah, well, our long snapper and punter are also ass. So you know what? It's yeah, awful.
1: that's fair. But that center <laughs> literally dragged the ball on the ground so yeah. many times. Where the commentary team was like, shouldn't Millbrook make up for some of these? Yeah, somebody said, that where, the, so many said times.
0: that where he's got to help him out. And I go, help him out. I go, how can he tell him to not snap it into the ground? Uh, how, yeah. How does that happen? I was
1: like, it happened so many times where that's what they were telling him was, hey, can you just like pick some of these off the ground?
0: Yeah. Can you <laughs> can you play it? Can you play quarterback, please? Yeah. Come on. What are you doing?
1: But anyway, yeah. um, yeah. No, that defensive matchup versus Washington offense could be something. But I think the funny thing about this game, yeah, and this is what I'm really intrigued by is, and it kind of reminds me a lot of like Seattle Legion of Boom versus like Peyton Manning's unbeatable top yeah. offense ever back right. in like Super Bowl 48 when they won yep. was, I think everyone talked about oh Peyton versus the Legion and boom. Right. When I was like, you know, what's really interesting. Russell Wilson versus that defense, like right. the flip side that no one. Oh yeah. About, oh, for sure. I yeah. think it's so fascinating. Yeah. Like what's JJ and this offense going to do against Washington? Like, right. I think that's really the thing that might win or lose someone in the game is yeah. that side, not necessarily the Michael Penick's offensive side.
0: No, I agree with you because I think here's the deal, right? You're going good on good with Washington's offense versus Michigan's defense. However, as we talked about previously, and we've seen this now over the course of a few games, there are times where Michigan's offense kind of falls flat, right? Mm-hmm. We saw it against Maryland. We saw it again. And Penn state's kind of an outlier because they just kind of went, Hey, we're going to run the ball. We're just going to kind of cruise to a win here. But yeah. in terms of like JJ McCarthy, had hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in four games before the, yeah. for you know, that, that playoff game. So I, I am in total agreement with you in can Michigan's offense, maintain slash answer. If Washington goes on a 14, 17 point run, right? Like if, Mm -hmm. if, if, if Michigan's defense for two or three series back to back, can't just get off the field for whatever reason, can Michigan answer, can Mm -hmm. Michigan maintain that level or if not exceed that level against a Washington defense that I think can be exploited? I think they give up the big play. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah, it's, I think we're going to be able to run the ball.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's so fun because it's good Washington offense versus good Michigan defense. And then it's inconsistent Michigan offense versus inconsistent Washington defense, like, where on any series, Michigan can go three and out and lose a negative seven yards, or they can go 75 yards in four plays. Right. And like neither one of them, I'm shocked by. Right, I think it's it's so I think
0: interesting. Key, and I said this last week, and I, and I don't I don't think necessarily I was I was correct in my assessment on JJ's running ability. Although I do think he kept some a couple of plays alive, especially the the backwards pass from um, Edwards. Right, I mean he oh stayed in there and just threw a dot. Right, he's like I'm gonna yes. die, but I'm gonna throw this. Right. Um, I think a huge key to this game is gonna be how successful they are running the ball early. Because Mm -hmm. I thought Michigan, that's how I think they stabilized in the, against Alabama is they tried to throw three straight throws. They went almost pick wide receiver screen, miss tip pass and you go, okay, three and out. And then the next drive that they got the ball after Bama scores, it was run, run, run. Okay. Play action. Boom. We're getting them going easy passes, nice, easy throws. And the, the run game, set up a lot of that stuff later, right? Mm-hmm. Um now, granted, I will I will give I think JJ that was last week's touchdown drive against Bamba was JJ's crowning moment, barring whatever happens, right? Like that was his drive, right? Step in mm-hmm. there, made a great th- made a couple big throws. Like that's that's what you wanted out of your guy. Um, but in this game in particular, I'm looking at it and I go, I think they have to do the Mahomes plan a little bit, right? Which is we're going to run the ball. We're going to control the clock. We're going to grind it out a little bit, right? It may not be Mm -hmm. sexy. It may be settling for three at times where you go, son of a bitch, we just need seven. But I think if you limit possessions and prevent the big play, keep them playing your game. Because if you try to get in a track meet with Washington's offense, I don't see Michigan winning this game. Mm -hmm. Just don't. I don't see that. But I do think that, schematically, you're going to have an answer. And I, here's the thing. And, and 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 like I said, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong here. Will Johnston is your biggest weapon in this game because he can go one-on-one with Washington's re- number one receiver, probably the best receiver in the country, and you just have to go, we got good on good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think him yeah. and, and the overall depth of the secondary you have is something that we have not seen both for Michigan, for the Lions, for a lot mm-hmm. of teams, where you just go, man, I w- there's not a quote unquote hole in this yeah. defense, right? Where I'm afraid doesn't, for
1: doesn't like wouldn't you feel like because you have such a good corner Will Johnson, you'd want to do the put him the on the number thing. two and lock down the Seattle thing, yeah? Like is it, it does isn't that like I mean they're not going to because they no. haven't all year, but like, isn't that normally what like the plan would be? You would yeah. think, I don't know.
0: I, I'm fascinated on how much zone they're going to run quite frankly, mm-hmm. right. Compared to how much, how much, you know, and I think it's got a little bit scary. I'm wondering too, how much they, how much they blitz. I feel like Washington or feel like Michigan's defense is. I I feel like they're almost going to be compelled to blitz because I don't think they're going to win a ton on one-on-ones because they don't have that premier pass rusher right mm-hmm. on their D line. But on that same note, I go. I could see them also kind of maybe dropping eight and and rushing four, and hoping you just collapse the pocket enough to force Penix to make a mistake, right?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm worried about the blitz because, like I said, I think their offense, Washington's offensive line is so good. Well, that's the I think thing, if, if they if that's
0: the case, right? Because you can't well, win one. Sure, it once. but I was
1: like, if you if they pick it up enough and yeah. you're giving Michael Penix a whole bunch of one on ones, yeah, it's game over because he's hitting all of those. Right. So it's like a catch twenty two, where it's almost like. Do if you want know to sit
0: back there forever or do you want to it's,
1: afford- it, yeah it's 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 like if if you know you're not going to get much of a pass rush and that's what the first quarter is going to tell you is do you drop back eight and just go you're not going to find right. open guys it out. or yeah, are we going to are we going <laughs> to go set let's set it right. and go all right one-on-one's everywhere figure it out like it'll be interesting the first quarter to see i am
0: i'm so fascinated go. by this matchup um the other thing, right. Going back to Michigan's offense is can our offensive line dictate it? Right. Because I do think they have to run the ball successfully in this game. They do. It has to be a run game and it has to be play action. They have to, someone needs to call Ben Johnson and go, Hey Ben, how do you, what do you do on a week to week basis? Because the lions are the exact same thing, right? They try to establish the run early, get golf and play action. And we put up 30 a night. That's what Michigan's offense has to do. Give me, is it a guy? Give me a player, uh, somebody that you are really going to be hyper focused on for this game, whether it's somebody on Washington or Michigan side. Is there a person where you're going to go, okay, what are they going to do? Because I think they have a massive impact on this game,
1: yeah. Well, obviously, I think, I think to me, the key is Penix again. Yeah, I think Penix is so awesome that it's live or die with him, but I would say for me, the most interesting one is the matchup of will johnson with roma mm-hmm. i think number one receiver for washington obviously number one corner for yep. michigan yep. i think if will johnson has a really good day on him yep. it's going to be a long day for them and i think if roma Duncy in the first quarter has six catches for 90 yards you're like all right yeah they're not going to be stopped offensively. and it's going to change the game
0: yeah right Right. I I do. I'm, I'm, you know, for me, I'm just interested in the physicality aspect of this game. Right. I'm interested in, because Washington plays such an air raid, like they just, they just bomb the shit out of you. Right. Um, I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how they handle some body blows. Right. I'm interested to see what happens if Michigan comes out there and just goes, Hey, we're going to play some bully ball. We're going to go on a 12, 13, 14 play drive, take six and a half minutes up. We're going to run the ball nine times and we're going to go score. Right? How do how do you respond in that situation where you mm-hmm. you know? But conversely, I'm interested in how Michigan responds if if Washington goes down the field in five plays and scores, right? Like you know, I think the number one key for this game is JJ McCarthy, and I know it's Oh, you're saying the quarterback? I'm stunned. But his play, if JJ McCarthy gives me Ohio State from last year, JJ McCarthy, Michigan wins this game very easily. If, if mm-hmm. I see J.J. McCarthy for the last – and listen, statistically last game, he did not have a bad game, right? I think he wound up throwing three touchdowns, um, no turnovers, right? like, But I think we can both agree he wasn't necessarily clean, right? Had some missed overthrows. Mm-hmm. I know he missed Cornelius Johnson once. He missed the crosser. There were throws there that he left on the field, okay? If J.J. can come out, steady the ship – they run the ball early, stay ahead of the chains, and he can beat them with his athleticism, right? Because here's the deal. Penix and McCarthy are kind of cut from the same cloth. Huge arms, really athletic, fast as hell. You know, everything about him you like as an athlete, right? There's just so much to like about both of these guys. You just you just have to be the better quarterback on the day. And I'm not saying you got to throw more yards or throw more touchdowns, but if he can play mistake-free football and be consistent, I don't need if if you tell me right now listen Michigan wins the game by 3 I go great awesome I don't care how it happens right but you just have to be able to yep. be consistent they can't go a whole quarter and have one first down that that's not the recipe for success here um and I think it really relies heavily on JJ McCarthy being able to decipher the defense, take advantage of it, find Roman Wilson, find Cornelius Johnson. Hey, you know what? I'd really like to see your tight ends get back involved in the game plan a little bit. You know, the Lovelands of the world. I think he is really the key to Michigan's world at this point. I, I I really, really do. I think he's going to have to have a big game for them to win the game. Um, Any, any other thoughts going into this game Um, before, you know, I don't want to talk about what it means and all that stuff until after the fact, because, we can talk about what it means, you know, for for Harbaugh or for Washington's program or anything else. Quite frankly, post uh, result. So, is there anything else that you have hmm. kind of on your mind for this matchup before we predict a winner?
1: Um, nothing really. I mean, I think it'll be a fun game. I can't imagine this game getting too far out of the way on either side. I think it's going to you know be know I mean? a close like, game. Like I think I the last couple years, you kind of were like, okay, this one team feels like they're slightly better than the other. Like, enough to make it a, a sizable difference. Georgia, last couple years, Alabama over Ohio State, you know, even LSU over Clemson, you were just like, even though I, I wanted to believe in Clemson, it was like, LSU teams are so good. That was like hard to be like, all right, let's match up. Um, but I think mean, these two teams were pretty evenly matched. So... I think it should be fun. I do think the one funny thing to note is the new Big Ten has two teams in the final this year.
0: It's crazy. And you're getting it. And once Michigan beat Alabama, you are guaranteed a rematch of the national championship, no matter who won between Texas and Washington. Because Texas, we, Michigan mm-hmm. plays Texas and Washington exactly. next year, which was fun, which is a nice little anecdote. All right, Mike, holding your feet to the fire here, yep. kid. I know you're betting Michigan. I know you're going to say it's Michigan. Yep. But give me a score.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, I'll go Michigan uh thirty to twenty three so they have to, to have them cover their four and a half
0: all right thirty oh. to twenty three you know what I like that score so much I'm gonna change it I'm gonna say it's twenty I'll say 27-23. Okay. that and was
1: I, that was close to be what mine was gonna be yeah, but they're four and a half point favorites but so like crazy I have to I'm like...
0: surprised they're that big of favorites quite frankly.
1: Three yeah, and a half, I believe
0: I, four and a half mm. I
1: I really I really think it's the the I I really think uh Vegas doesn't believe
0: Washington no still. and because they put a lot of close games right it's like the it's like Minnesota yeah. from last year nobody believed in Minnesota yeah you know, all these one score games right this is kind of what it is um I do say this though I, I'll I'll add a secondary prediction here I think Michigan to win this game I think is is pivotal so I, that's why I'm saying this I think Michigan wins a turnover battle Okay. I think Michigan, I think if Michigan, like if Michigan has two picks at the end of the night, I think they win the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I think
1: Michigan loses to turn over still wins.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. 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 I just think
1: JJ's going to do that one dummy. All right. Dummy let me ask you this. Plus or minus do.
0: one and a half fumbles by the punt or kickoff, t- kick return team.
1: <laughs> t- <laughs> I'm going to hope to say. Okay. Wait. Are Club. we adding like muffs? Muffs? Yeah. But they muffs. recover. Yeah, nothing. If it's
0: if it's not clean, it counts as a fumble.
1: Oh, oh. Even if
0: they recover, it doesn't matter. It's still a bad play. So
1: yeah, okay. Over.
0: Over? Holy shit.
1: Because I think they might they might lose one because yeah. of a muff, but I think a couple times they'll just, and then like lose it and they have to go pick it up.
0: All right. That's, I mean it happened three times in in alabama so i know i know for sure all right guys that's gonna be it for this quick hitter edition obviously we'll be back at you monday we're not gonna have the results yet unfortunately we'll have another quick hitter probably next week i'm hoping um depending on our schedules we may just have to wait the following weekend depending but yeah um yeah
1: well we'll probably have a quick hitter for wildcard weekend predictions
0: yeah true so yeah we maybe so so
1: we might we might include it in there yeah, well, if especially
0: Michigan week. wins, we may have to just because of all the buzz. I don't know. It depends on how I'm feeling. If we lose, I might throw up, but it's fine. Um, That's going to be it for this week, though, guys. <laughs> all right. Looking forward to talking about this national championship game. Um, That's going to be it for this episode of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast Quick Hitter Series. Nothing else to say, but go blue.